Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. And today I am bringing you the show from a sunny and very warm Bali, really enjoying my time here with a good friend, uh, just getting some R&R, still training every single day, trying to get out content for you guys, um, and just enjoying life, getting some sun, doing some training, having a few beers, and just hitting that reset button before coming back to Melbourne in Australia and getting stuck back into it. But for today's episode, I'm going to keep it short and sweet because I want to get back out and have another bintang. <laughs> so... What I want to go through today is how to bust through a fat loss plateau. Now, it's actually quite simple, even though so many people try and make it so much more difficult than what it needs to be. And we're going to break it down into three different steps. And they're kind of three different choices that you can make when you do hit a fat loss plateau. So the first thing I want to go through, though, is how do you actually know when you're in a fat loss plateau? And that's a great question. And the way you know that you're in a fat loss plateau is because it's been multiple weeks where your weight has stalled. So if you're tracking your weight, I would always recommend getting an average. So weighing yourself every single morning after seven days, take an average for that week and that's going to give you an accurate accurate indicator. If you're doing skin folds, body fat testing or even just progress photos under the same conditions, you're going to have a good idea when your fat loss stalls because you're going to plateau for more than two to three weeks. Now, if it's been one week, even two weeks sometimes and you haven't seen results just stick it out because it's, results don't happen overnight. And um, and it's remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you don't want it to be happening extremely quickly anyway because the quicker you lose body fat, the quicker you lose weight, the faster you're also going to lose muscle mass. And the more, more likely you're going to lose muscle mass because that doesn't, doesn't have to be the case. So once we've hit that plateau, it's been a few weeks at least. We haven't seen any results. Our workouts are getting quite shitty. Um, we're not seeing the results we're after even though all the training, all the variables are exactly the same it's time to make a decision on what we need to do next to bust through that plateau and get the fat loss coming off or get that fat coming off again so we can start to see results again and keep that motivation up and keep keep that fat loss coming in so as i mentioned we have three different options option number one is to slightly reduce our food intake so reduce our calorie intake Number two is to increase our energy expenditure, which I'm going to go into in a minute. And number three is a very small amount of both. So let's get stuck into number one first. So number one is to reduce our food intake. Now, when we reduce our food intake, it needs to be a small amount. So I'm talking calories here, and that can be anywhere from 100 calories down to basically whatever you like. But I would always recommend 100 to 200 calories off what you're currently eating uh, in total. So there's no need to completely drop it down and make any drastic changes to your calorie intake. Because as I said, the quicker, the more drastic the changes are, the quicker results are going to happen, the more likely that you're going to lose muscle mass. Um, in that process. So we need to make a slight reduction to food by reducing calories from 100 and between 100 and 200 calories below where you currently are at the moment. So let's say, for example, the last uh, few weeks you've been eating 2,500 calories per day, fat loss is stored, you've hit a plateau, you've hit a big brick wall and it's been a few weeks, then we might drop down to 2,4 or 2,3. Okay, it's as simple as that. Now, when we take away these calories, my recommendation would be to take them from either carbohydrates 
or fats. Now, if your fats are already quite low, I'd be taking them from carbohydrates. If your carbohydrates are quite high, um, or sorry, if your carbohydrates are quite low and your fats at a good spot, then take it from fats. Or you can take a mix of both. But I wouldn't be taking calories away from your protein. You want to keep your protein nice and high. In my opinion, in a fat loss phase, two and a half grams of protein or between 2.25 and two and a half grams of protein per kilo is an optimal range to stay in to try and retain that muscle mass to retain the strength and also help you recover between sessions so we're taking calories from either carbohydrates or fats to put ourselves in a in, further into a negative energy balance to more of a calorie deficit so that is our option number one now remember we're keeping things extremely simple because that's what that's all that needs to happen that's all that's all there is to it simple always works best there's no need to overcomplicate these things um, and that's that's not what we're about at the fitness and lifestyle podcast we're trying to keep it nice and easy so option number two is to increase energy expenditure now we have a couple of option, options options have a couple of options with increasing energy expenditure number one we can either add cardio if you're not doing any cardio already or you can increase cardio if you already are doing cardio now the same rules apply as what we used for our calorie intake by reducing it by a small amount we want to increase our energy expenditure by a small amount as well so for example if you're doing one 30 minute cardio session per week i would recommend either making that 30 minute session slightly longer or doing a separate session only a small amount so if you're doing one 30 minute session you want to add another one completely then i would add 10 to 15 minutes Okay, so nice and easy, just increasing energy expenditure slightly. Again, drastic changes lead to drastic results, which will also end up in a loss of muscle mass faster. Okay, so a small increase in energy expenditure from cardio, or we can increase our energy expenditure from strength training, from weights, the amount of volume we're doing in the gym. Because what most people forget is the energy expended from strength training is exactly the same as the energy expended from cardio. We're still expending energy. We're burning calories. It doesn't matter whether it's cardio or whether it's strength training. And in my opinion, you're better off keeping a higher ratio of strength training anyway because one, we're trying to look like... If you're, stra- if you're training in the gym, you're trying to look big, you're trying to get that muscle definition, you're not going to get that from doing excessive amounts of cardio. What you are going to get is the physique or the look of someone like a marathon runner. Now, I'm not saying marathon runners look bad, but if your goal is to look muscular, is to to look lean and have that muscle definition, then your focus should be on strength training in the gym. Okay, and we can be expending a lot of energy in the gym. And I'll give you a quick example. The last few competitions that I've done, the last few cuts that I've done, even before I came away on this trip to Bali, I was increasing my volume in the gym. I was doing a lot more volume in my gym sessions, getting my heart rate up, throwing in intensity techniques such as uh, supersets, drop sets, rest pause sets, going to failure on the last couple of exercises to really bump up that energy expenditure in there so then I'm not having to do extra bits of cardio because I'm just not a massive fan of cardio in a fat loss phase. Now, as I said, with option two, we're increasing our expenditure. That can come from either cardio or an increase in volume in the gym. If you like cardio, then go ahead, add some more cardio, that is fine. If you don't like cardio, then increase your volume in the gym. Now, Another option with our strength training to to increase that energy expenditure. Let's say, for example, you're doing four days at the moment, four days of strength training. 
Now, our option may be to, com to completely change our training split and increase it to five days. So obviously, that's going to be quite a large increase in energy expenditure. So you're going to want to monitor your body. If you start to lose weight too quickly, then I would increase calorie intake. If it, starts, if it continues to come about, the fat loss kicks in again and you're losing body fat, losing weight at a good rate, then I'll just keep things the same. So that's number two, is to increase energy expenditure. Now, number three is to do a little bit of both. And when I say a little bit, I mean a little bit. So reduction in calories, I would say maximum of 100 calories less than what you're currently having. Increase in energy expenditure, a very small amount. So a very small extra amount of cardio, a very small amount of increased volume in the gym. And that's going to kickstart that fat loss again. Now, you're probably wondering what happens next when you when your fat loss stalls again. You rinse and repeat. You do the same thing. You just keep going. You just keep going and you do it slowly. You take your time because slow and steady wins the fat loss game, wins the fat loss race. Slow and steady wins the muscle gaining race as well. Okay, so slow and steady, just rinse and repeat. There's no need for drastic changes uh, and that is what has always worked most effectively for me and my clients in retaining muscle mass, in losing the most amount of body fat and also staying sane, staying happy because you're eating a lot more food. You're not killing yourself in the gym with excessive amounts of cardio just to see results because I guarantee, especially if you listen to that last episode where I spoke about not having to go hardcore on everything to see results. You're going to see results with eating far more food than what you think you need to and training far less than what you think you need to. You just need to control those variables and be smart about it, okay? So when you see that fat loss plateau, don't freak out. It's all good. It's an easy, easy solution. Use one of today's three options. Either decrease your calorie intake, so decrease your food, increase your energy expenditure or do a very small amount of both. Now, that is it for me. I'm going to go back out and get some more sun. I'm going to head to the beach later on, try and have a surf maybe because I'm absolutely useless at surfing. But I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I really do. If you've taken some value from it, please, as always, take a screenshot of today's show on your phone, share it on your Instagram story, your Snapchat, um, on your Facebook, tell a friend about it and make sure you you make sure you have subscribed to the fitness and lifestyle podcast leave a review rate the show because it does all help and i just wanted to say a big thank you for tuning in and showing your support i really do appreciate it look forward to getting back to you with the next episode of the show which is not far away so have a fantastic day and again thank you